This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Bleak Melton, Bradley Newby, and from the man cave, it is Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker. Parker, how you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, I am ready to go. I, hey, I started breaking down a Florida game before I realized there wasn't even the Florida game. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We're going to be talking a little, little, little uh, Titan Stadium update. We're, we got some really big trade news out there, but. While we got your attention, go down below there, hit the like and subscribe button for us on YouTube. Give us a rumble on Rumble. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, what do we got? Yeah, you know, I was just innocently watching Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. And all of a sudden... I start getting texts from Mr. Parker. I start getting alerts from CBS. I start getting alerts from NFL. Christian McCaffrey has been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Parker, give us the details. Man, I know he's the best running back probably in the league. If you're talking reception and running, he's super elusive. And he commanded it for a running back. People don't think they're much of anything anymore, but they got a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth for Christian McCaffrey to go to one of the best schemed offenses in the league. Well, uh, um, so we know, we all know the the rule firing, you know, it, they, they fired rule. Now they're getting rid of McCaffrey. I, I mean, is this a fire sale? Are they just packing it in? It, does this signal that they've given up for the year? I mean, not, but you know, a quarter of the way through the season. It's over. That's what I say. I would tell you they gave up last year when they traded for Sam Darnold. They gave up this year when they didn't fire Matt Rule after one game. They gave up this year when they tr- they traded for Baker Mayfield and when they started P.J. Walker, when they drafted Matt Corral. They gave up. So, yes, they needed to trade McCaffrey, get as many picks as you can to get people in there. They need to move on from D.J. Moore probably as well because this team, I mean, they just need everything. Jeez. I didn't quite do the bomb there. Mm. He, he, he pulled back mm. a little bit there. He pulled back. It's early. It's early. Hey, but they it's did, a little early for the Parker's power bomb. They did trade for LaVisca Chenault earlier in the year. That God, great deal. He played like one half. He had he one amazing play. Yeah, he did. I mean, this 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 organization makes some of the strangest moves moves ever. I mean, bringing back Cam Newton last year. Oh. I mean, this this is just one stupid move after another Cam and returns. now and now they're trading away i mean i guess they're just they're looking to burn the whole thing down strip it down to bare bones and try to develop something from i guess from the draft they need to get rid of their offensive coordinator because they're literally running a like a low level like a tennessee martin offense they're running like a counter plays and then they're running this little slant play and that's it and they like reverse it and do the same thing it's it just if I could sit here and watch it, not knowing what I'm talking about, and and can see it, surely to God, these defensive minds can. Do oh, it. there's the quarterback on your screen right there. Yeah, get your get your makeup pencil out and pencil in that that beard, just like Baker, mm. beard like Baker. Mm. I don't have much more to say about the <laughs> no, Carolina I mean, Panthers. Look, it, it looked good for the 49ers, right? I They're going to be so one of the most interesting end of this of this trade. Well, think about this. They have Kyle Shanahan turns the all these running backs into superstars. Like he had Jamichael Hasty, Jeff Wilson. Uh, uh, you, the list goes on and on. The uh, Raheem Mostert, 
Tevin Coleman over the years. Elijah had, Mitchell. Yes. I, I mean, all these guys, they turned them into something. Imagine that he actually has a guy now. I just, I am really excited about watching where this goes. It's going to be, I think it's going to be fascinating. And it really helps the my pick for the 49ers winning that division, making this trade. And I, and I, just, I think that uh, without Jimmy G, they would not win the division. Oh, okay. Parker picked it based on Trey Lance and, I, I, we just don't know. I never got to see him. Oh, we've seen, we've seen enough. Let me tell you guys, you guys, <laughs> they're you missing guys the text thread. Are missing a lot of context here. If we could ever get the Daggum Patreon page up, you would pay money to see these two go head to head on a discussion about motherfucking Trey Lance. It's not just Trey Lance. We talk about other players too. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean he's yeah, basically my homes. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Mahomes making rookie like mistakes. <laughs> no, it's the same person, right? Same play, exact same play, exact same thing. Same boneheaded mistake. So it's the same thing. Same, the same thing. But we're off topic. Let's bring it back home. Let's to the see Titans. Parker told you so. He gave you a whole podcast series I, about this. Seriously, stadium. I remember doing this. What was it? Six or eight months oh, ago. Like a, <laughs> I mean, ago. or however long it was. I remember us doing a live stream Parker about this very you. thing. We broke down all these details, and Parker told you why it would happen. I mean, guys, I'll put the link up here. Well, it's over Parker's head. Yeah, it's wherever guess. Parker's head is, Dude. it's over there. Over Parker's I mean, head. I'm going to put the lake up there for you guys to go back and watch this. We've been, we have beat this dead horse so much, Parker. It looks like we nailed it. It did. And you know, the alert was coming out, the breaking news. Like we've been talking about this for months. Like it's a done deal. Like I I, I didn't even care because it was the only, the cool thing that came out of it. I even texted y'all. I was like, I only really care about the Grove tailgating area because everything else we knew. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't know that the dome was going to be, it's, it's a baby sofa, right? It's, it's got the glass yeah. ceilings. It's got the open up the sides, but like the, the money, you know, we kind of knew what it was going to do. So it's interesting. It's fun. It's, it's awesome. I actually think the bigger story, if people go out and read about the whole East bank, we could do a five hour podcast on this whole redevelopment they're doing. Cause it's much, much more than the stadium. It's going to change the face of Nashville, um, but how they're paying for it. About half of it's going to be tight. It's got to be approved through Metro Council. But half of it's going to be through Titans, NFL, PSLs, a little bit more, five hundred million through state funding for putting a dome in, and then you know another part where where they are going to uh, get a hundred percent of all in stadium and fifty percent of stadium campus sales tax. You know, like a tourist development zone or something. And then oh, they're going to do. It seems like I might have heard. <laughs> I might need to timestamp that right there. Okay. And then twenty-seven, huh? <laughs> And then a 1% uh, jump uh, at hotel taxes for, you know, tourists. Um, Come see us. Come see us. All this sounds like something I've heard before. Come see music. So it's going to be, there'll be some changes through council. It'll be a bit of a fight, but it's 100% going to go through. That's where I heard it right there. DDS Sports Talk. Those guys right there. I mean, who are we? Just a bunch of jabronis, I guess. I don't know, but hey. If you see if you see old Newberry over here looking over here to his left, he's got himself a prop bet. <laughs> no, it's at halftime, ladies he's, and gentlemen. He's looking. It's he's at, looking. But hey, halftime. We're we're about to talk about some more bets here, aren't we? Yeah, it's time for our weekly college pick six.
We're bringing you, ladies and gentlemen, five picks this week because we have UT is playing, but we're not going to talk about it. We're not talking about UT Martin. No. Not going to do it. We're not going to pick that game. The no. Florida Gators are off this week. So we're going to bring you our B1G. Yep. ACC. Yep. Two best bets. Get them two for one. And we're going to find them dogs. But we're going to go to the B1G. We got <laughs> Minnesota, my team. In the B1G at Penn State. Can Penn State wake back up here after the beatdown? I think so. You know, I think that, um, I think bounce back is going to be a real thing here. I think uh, the red ass effect is a real thing. Uh, I think James Franklin's going to be cracking some heads in practice this week. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got the Nittany Lions easily going over this four and a half you know not only is this uh the minnesota at penn state this is the annual whiteout game yep and i don't know that that means much because right now they're nine and eight all time when it comes oh. to that that whiteout game there bradley this is a no-brainer for me i'm taking the points and i'm taking minnesota you picked them to win i mean i think that they're gonna win their division yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is just another <clears throat> check mark game. Go go into Penn State and win it straight yep. up. But I'll gladly take the four and a half. Yep. Michigan's O line dominated Penn State, and that's what we wanted to see last week. And Minnesota isn't that dominant, but it's what they want to do. Minnesota is a top twenty rushing team. Penn State is outside the top fifty five in rushing defense. Minnesota's top running back is going to be back. I don't know who's playing at quarterback for either team. I hope Clifford plays for Penn State because he will throw picks. Give me Minnesota and the points because they are going to win this game. Oh, nice. win. Nice. We're going to go to the ACC. And one of Blake's surprise teams, surprise, yes. surprise, Syracuse at yes. Clemson. A battle <clears throat> of undefeated teams here. Did not think that we were going to be saying that. When it came to Syracuse, <laughs> Parker, is it is it time? Cinderella's time is up. Syracuse goes down in a big way, right? We've Maybe we've had not? this. We've know we know when to get off the bandwagon, when to get on it. And I'm telling you right now, guys, get off the bandwagon and jump Ooh. on the real bandwagon at Death Valley because listen to these wins. Syracuse beat a bad Purdue team. Purdue also threw for over 400 yards in that game. They beat NC State without their quarterback. They've played one game away from home, and that was against the football powerhouse of UConn. They haven't played in a hostile environment all year, and say what you want to about Clemson, but it is a hostile environment, and they are going for an ACC record 38 wins at home. Strength of schedule for Syracuse is outside top 100. Clemson is going to run it down their throat double the freaking spread i don't care clemson rolls uh i don't think that syracuse is gonna win but i think that i'll take those 14 points i do i think they'll fight uh but no chance of winning in my opinion it's time they do it's time for clemson's defense to step up even the more we thought that they were better than the Georgia defense of last year. So it's time to show it, man. I'm going 38 to 12. Okay. Clemson. You know, if they don't cover, I hope they just straight up win. Like, I, I mean, if Clemson, just, just lose if you can't cover. 
Exactly, because that's going to make chaos and chaos reigns supreme. Love All chaos. Right. We got two rounds of best bets where we can pick anything we want because we said so. We'll see if there's a good chance that we might double up here. We haven't discussed picks before coming on. I'm going to start yep. going out west. I'm going to look at and ride with the 6-0 and UCLA squad. They are looking for national respect. So they've got to go in to Oregon. Chip Kelly back at his former employer. And I get six points. Give me UCLA plus six. You know, it's one of the few I didn't break down. I was before you jumped on here, I told Blake, I was like, man, I I did I was sitting here looking, I had four best bets on here. I gotta pick two of them. But I'd stayed away from that one because you know, I like to look at football schools. Uh-huh. So I've been on TCU for weeks, but fellas, we're <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about. We're talking about jumping off the bandwagon, and it's time. Go back and look. They played their rival, SMU. Then they played three ranked teams. This will be their fourth top 25 game in a row. In their previous three games, the opposing quarterback either didn't play or got knocked out of the game. TCU depends on the pass. Kansas State on the run. There could be 20-mile-per-hour win in this game, which hurts the passing team. Kansas State. Plus four and a half. I almost made this my underdog win pick. All right. Kansas State plus four and a half. All right. You have a what's your first best bet? <clears throat> my first one. I'm 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 staying in the SEC. I got a, I'm looking at the old mess LSU game. Really tight game. Uh right now LSU's sitting in one minus one. Um I like that. I, I think Jaden Daniels is trending in the right direction. Uh I have concerns about Jackson Dart <laughs> at Ole Miss. Um, I think this is going to be a very competitive game, but uh, as far as one point deciding it, no. <laughs> I think this is going to be a three-point game. All right. I, I love it because LSU has faced three teams inside the top 20. Ole Miss has faced nothing, zero. I think Ole Miss wins one more game for the rest of the year. <laughs> I think we kind of yeah, call, I think we, we did that. call that out. Go back to our 1448 SEC West prediction show. Didn't we yeah. say they might start 6 or 7 and 0? 6 and, and 0 and then maybe nothing after that. Mm-hmm. Parker says it starts. And guess what else is starting? The second half of the Chicago Bulls game. <laughs> yep. If y'all hear a couple bombs in a row, that's the prop bet alert. You know you got problems when you're watching NBA in on my, October. NBA on yeah. my uh, FanDuel app. All you degenerate gamblers out there that are Sponsor gambling money. along with us, you yep. tell us what your favorite prop bet is for this weekend. Mm. Any sport. Next best bet. I'm going with another underdog, fellas. This is a home underdog getting six and a half points here. Give me Oklahoma State just because the points they entice, entice me. I'm 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 biting. Okay. I, I'm gonna go with a uh kind of a theme as I did with the Syracuse where they haven't played anywhere. Well, I'm gonna go to ECU versus UCF. Is the first time University of Central Florida has been out of Florida this year. And it's almost November. ECU is good against the run, and UCF has a running quarterback. I think it's as simple as that. Give me ECU in the plus five. But again, every one of these games that I've we've talked about, I really think the underdog can win. 
I'm looking at one of the worst games that's going to be played this weekend with Vandy and Missouri. Whoa. I'm looking at the under, and I am taking that 49 and a half under. <laughs> oh, I wanted you to take Vandy. Oh, he can't <laughs> hey, pull the I, they, I think they will win, Wait, but we still have a chance for him to take Vandy because uh, now it's time we'll to see. pick the underdog that will win outright. Do you want to reveal? It is not Vandy. Oh, it is not Vandy. Dang. It is instead one of the other terrible teams in the SEC uh, East. It's not Florida. They're not playing. The Cock Commanders <laughs> of South Carolina, I oh. think, are going to take down the fraudulent Texas A&M Aggies who are trying oh. to come into Columbia and steal a win. So, Wait, I, I've, I've got to follow you on that one. Okay. Because mine written down here is this is the week Jimbo Fisher loses his job. Whoa, no. Because South Carolina is going to beat this Texas AM's team. And I don't know why Texas AM is, is favored. I have no <laughs> idea. Their season is over. They're done. They don't care. I don't know who's playing quarterback for them. The South Carolina team is just better. They're just absolutely better and they should be favored. Spencer freaking Rattler. I get concerned when you two predict firings because guess what? It happens. It's happened. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Look out, folks. I'm going. I'm going to go with a team that had a little back and forth with somebody on the YouTube chat. Oh, boy. Ooh, I'm actually, this, this I'm actually, spicy. I'm actually backing your sorry team this week in my underdog picks. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with the five and two Purdue Boilermakers to win at the three and four Wisconsin Badgers. I wrote down the wrong team is favored here. Purdue wins outright. Okay. I'm down. I'm sitting here. Pull, that's one I didn't. I'm just, I was trying to pull up some things about that one while we were talking. <laughs> Golly. Wrong team favored. A lot of wrong teams favored in college this week. There are some really interesting things out there this week. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I, and just just to throw on a freebie, this is not official, but just because it was so fun, because I wanted to do this because Old Dominion pulled off a crazy upset for me last last week. Old Dominion, Georgia Southern, both of these teams are like the worst teams in the country at defense, <laughs> over under 71, but they could score 100. Jeez. Mm, Newberry's looking at that prop bet. He's I waiting on the prop keep bet. Glimpsing down. I think we're ready to transition to who the, did you who did you pick now? I'm sorry. Who'd you pick, Parker? So I picked South Carolina to beat AM. Right. Kansas right. State plus uh four and a half, yeah. ECU plus five. Got it. All we're right. Going to the men, the ones that well, I guess the college they get paid too nowadays. Yep. But before we oh, do, oh, go oh, ahead oh. and hit like and subscribe down there. Hit like and subscribe. Why hit the not? comments section. Tell us what you think about the college picks down there. Why not? It's time for the NFL pick six. We're starting with the Indianapolis Colts and the poor Jaguars are giving the Colts some some momentum here heading into Tennessee this week. Tennessee is a two and a half point favorite as we sit here tonight. Uh, I wrote down, man, the Titans are very, very good under Vrabel coming off the bye. Parker, give us more. Please coming, do. coming off a bye or a mini bye where they play a Thursday night game in season, uh, they're eight and no against the spread under Vrabel. 
So, I mean, they, mm-hmm. there's good Titans have won four in a row against the Colts. That's the longest streak in the history of the franchise. This is kind of an odd thing for me. It's, it's only week seven, but after Sunday, the Colts will have played five of their six divisional games. Really? Um, yeah, they played. They tied against Houston. They played Jacksonville. played Jacksonville twice. Wow. And this will be the second game against the Titans. Yep. Second one. Wow. I, I just, yeah, that kind of makes really this weird. game pretty important. I would oh, yeah. say. Yes. I mean, I saw a stat, and I'm going to probably misquote this, but if the Titans win, they have like a 70% chance to make a playoffs, and the Colts have like a 20%. If it happens the other way, it pretty much flips. I hate it that the Jags just didn't put the nail in the Colts season, man. Uh, they had the chance. They really did, dude. I wrote They down, shit the uh, bed. Let's just say it. They shit the bed. Uh, their defense did, for sure. Um, they, their defense is part of they. That's true. Um, I wrote down, did Indy – find the right game plan for old man Ryan. I mean, he's getting the ball out in less than, what was it, less than 1.8 seconds, the quick passing game. I mean, I literally have it written down. For the Colts to win, they need to chuck it around the yard. It's how you beat the Titans, and they ran a bazillion slants against the Jags. It's how they got it out so fast. It's it's the that it might be the, the cure for them. I, I don't know, and you're right, the Jags should have won that game. I was – it's 10 minutes into the game, and I and I, it was kind of in a weird spot where I was at a sports bar watching all the games. I was like, oh, thank God. At least I could just follow this one on stats. I don't have to really watch it because it's over. And God, 14 I was to wrong. three early. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting game plan. I don't necessarily know that it's going to be super successful, but it may be. I still doubt Matt Ryan's ability to protect the ball in general. Uh, one game does not make a successful quarterback uh, a successful season for a quarterback for sure. Uh, and the other thing that everybody has to keep in mind is the Titans' secret weapon when it comes to these little quick passes. It's the big pop tart in the middle, Tier Tart, the <laughs> softest he, hands in the freaking league. That guy puts his hands up at worst; it gets tipped. And I your mean, linebackers he's four and a half feet wide. He's seven <laughs> feet tall. And whenever he puts those big mitts up, it's like trying to throw it over a freaking house. And he'll catch it if he knocks it up in the air. My man Pop-Tart's going to make a big impact on this game. I'm telling you, we're still going to get pressure on Ryan. And if you do, he cannot hold on to the ball and he cannot move. I've got the Titans in this game. Blake just said a few things that I wanted to make a point on that absolutely just – I mean, it just it's like you read my notes. Everyone thinks <laughs> – Seems to think Quentin Nelson can walk on water for this O line for the ponies. Well, I listen to this a, year. Nope. No, I listened to a local beat reporter to talk uh, talk about Autry when he was in Indy. He said he never saw Nelson struggle more in practice than anyone other than against anyone other than Autry. And the numbers don't lie. In 2021, Autry had 12 quarterback pressures in two games against the Colts. This year, in one game against the Colts, two sacks, five pressures, and a forced fumble. And on top of that, other than our boy Tart, they have another guy named Big Jeff. Yep. Matt Ryan. Yeah, you might have. I mean, just like you were talking about turnovers, Matt Ryan leads the NFL in interceptions and turnover-worthy plays when pressured. And even with one less game, is top three in the, the Titans are top three interior defenders and in total uh, pressures. So it's just you get pressure on the guy, and he absolutely can fold. According to PFF, Titans have the fourth best pass rush in the league, and we didn't even have Bud Dupree last week. Indy has the 25th rated O-line. And I got in an argument on Twitter with a guy. They said, do you trust 
you trust Tannehill and Henry, or do you trust Ryan and Taylor more? And the guy's like, well, I trust, I trust Matt Ryan and, and Jonathan Taylor. And I just asked him why. <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> I just said, why? Matt Ryan has two big-time throws on the season. Tannehill has four and has played in one less game. Matt Ryan has 12 turnover-worthy plays. Tannehill has four. Tannehill throws the ball further down the field on average. Tannehill has a higher completion percentage when you adjust for, for drops. The last time we saw freaking Taylor, he went 20 for 42. And in the same game, Hendry went for 22 of 118. So this game, I really do think is in the tr- trenches, just like Blake was saying. If the Titans can get to get to him, this game is over. If they can stop the Titans from getting to him, they can absolutely win this game. And I guess that probably gets me to say I'm going to take the Titans at two and a half. <laughs> my, my only hope is that the Jags didn't give them that momentum, man. Matt Ryan, 42 of 58, 389 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. And that last throw on top of that, like I'm sitting there going, Dude, hey, at least we're getting the cover on the pick. I know, man. Come and on. They may have something in Alec Pierce, though. He looks good. I'm going uh, like this whole week. I was thinking Tennessee by three, Tennessee, 23, 20, 24, 21. And with this line being two and a half, I'm going Titans. That's as simple as that. Titans win by three. Yep. At, at three, I had Indy written down. And wow. I, changed it. I, I was going to say Titans win, but don't cover is exactly what I was going to say. I think it's going to be closer than. than well, that's kind of been the, the theme of the Titans year, right? Win, but don't cover. That's all right. <laughs> Win the game, man. Yeah, I don't care. <clears throat> New York Giants making a visit to Duval time. Giants mm. at Jacksonville. The world is looking at this spread saying, what the hell? Yeah, the I, Jacksonville Jaguars are a three-point favorite. Blake, reaction time. Wrong team favored. Parker? It's, it's as simple as that for me. I mean, I'm looking at a Jaguars team that is still struggling in my mind, to have an identity. So. I, I don't personally. I don't think the Giants are that good. But what do you think, Parker? Giants, Giants are terrible. In fact, if you look at look <laughs> yes, ahead. They are. If you look at the look ahead line next week, they play Seattle. Guess who's favored in that game? Seattle. It's Seattle. Yeah. Uh, are they fraudulent? But <laughs> fraudulent you know, diamond one on the road. They're not fraudulent because when Daniel Jones. Is on the road. He's not good at home, but when he is on the road, just as the Titans, he is twenty-one and four as an underdog. Wow, it's a it's just one of those stats. Number. That's a heck of a stat that follows it around. And in this game, Bradley, I'll, you tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I think much like the Titans game, much like a lot of these games, it comes down to what's going to happen on the offensive line and defensive line because Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, does one thing. He blitzes. It's a league leading 43% of the time. If that blitz creates pressure, it is not good for young Trevor. He is 29th in the league with passing completion percentage under pressure with one touchdown and three interceptions. However, if the Jags pick up that pressure, this stat changes. The Jags O-line is actually ranked third when it comes to pass blocking. They're they're pretty good at strength on strength. If he's left clean, that goes up to 12th. So this again is... Just like kind of my thing with Matt Ryan. If they can keep Matt Ryan clean, Indy probably wins. If they can keep Trevor clean, Jags probably win. Trevor Lawrence last week was 20 of 22. He accounted for three touchdowns. He led them on a fourth quarter drive that should have been a, a comeback victory. I'm seeing the progression. 
the running game last week, Blake had 243 yards and a loss. That's the that's unthinkable. I, I don't know how you do that. The Jags D hit Matt Ryan six times. I predicted six sacks, zero sacks. You got to bring the quarterback down, man. I need the defense to step up this week. You have to stop. You can't stop him, but you have to contain Barkley. You can't let Daniel Jones run for a critical first down on third and 16. You know, the C's part, and there he goes, the big goofy white guy running up the sideline there. Contain, contain, contain. The formula is, I got a math formula, contain Barkley plus no turnovers equals a victory. I'm going Jacksonville 24-13. I just don't think the Giants are that good. I don't either, um, but I'm sitting here seeing something. But I will say some of those – we could debate this another time, but some of those Lawrence stats last week, he had a four-yard average depth of targets. They weren't attempting anything. Um, you got to throw the ball downfield, man. I, I I just don't understand why they're doing so short little tiny passes. That's a whole different thing. And you're right, Saquon's back. Giants are top ten in rushing efficiency. Jags aren't terrible, but they're not great. They're like ranked 17th. Um, is – is Oh my God. Fadakasi? Is, is he playing? That's been a big deal, man. He's been out. That, that's it, that's hurt their defensive line up the middle. He, he's the run stuffer. I mean, if he he's is. Not out, that's going to be big. And I, it's just too many points, man. I, I, whoever in this game is getting three, I'm taking them. So give me Giants and three. Mm. All right. We're going to okay. go. Let's go out west. Seattle. So we can. Parker can talk about his favorite quarterback out West Seattle at the chargers chargers minus five or so the Chargers have won six straight games since getting that ass whipped by the Jags. The Jags woke up another team. Yep. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Oh God. I mean, what, what do you see in this one? Does it look like an offensive game? Yeah. I don't I mean, know if I trust either defense. Well, I don't either. Chargers are beat up, but I'm just going to say is my, my Chargers are the, this is a Super Bowl pick for this team. They're four and two. They should be two and four. Their play calling might be the worst in the league for the Ooh. talent they have at quarterback. Coach, I mean, it's so bad. They're like, all right, let's run it up the middle. Let's do this like three yard behind screen play, and then oh, Justin Herbert, oh, it's third and twelve. You need to bail us out, and he does a lot because he's got the strongest arm in the league. If they just just put him in a little bit better position it's absolutely horrible but you're right it's going to be offensive and it, what it's going to be it's going to be the ken walker game it's going to be seattle last week was the first game as as a as the man for seattle he forced 12 missed tackles and ran for 75 yards after first contact that was more than anybody in the league nice you got any initial thoughts a pick don't really care about this game i don't feel extremely strong about anything but Five points seems like a lot for me. I'm going Seattle. Yeah. Chargers play man coverage. Seattle is top two against man coverage. Metcalf and Lockett are going to eat. Chargers have won one game by more than five points. There is no way in this world I'm taking the Chargers. Give me Seattle on the points. I'm leaning Seattle just for fantasy purposes. I want uh, the rookie running back, <laughs> Kenneth Walker, the third. 
to have a day. It seems like a defense that he should be able to take advantage of here last week. 97 yards and a touchdown. Give me Seattle plus five. It's something else I just remember, too, to keep in your back pocket like Daniel Jones away. Chargers at home don't usually cover because you get a couple of points depending on where it is if you're at home. Chargers don't have a home field. Today. No. It's, it's so that you're it's getting quiet an extra in there. Yeah, you're getting an extra point or two for no reason on the other team. <laughs> yeah. They should have stayed. I wish they would have stayed in San Diego. Too. I do too, man. I do too. Mm. I, I just love San Diego. I, you know, I think San Diego is a great place. Sunday night football. We've got a matchup of the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off of their win against Tua's back, the Miami Dolphins. If you want the home team, you have to lay seven and a half points. What do you think about Kenny Pickett versus Tua, Parker? Well, at least it's in the warm weather. But finish this sentence. You're going to be able to do this because I'm telling you right now, it ain't Kenny Pickett. Starting with number five and going up, here are the quarterbacks QBR. Five, Lamar. Four, Geno Smith. Three, Lahomes. Two, Josh Allen. And number one, Tua. Tagovailoa mm. is the number one in the, in, the, in the league. He missed the last two games. And he has the same amount of passing touchdowns as Tom Brady. Wow. Blake, is just the casual fan going to be watching this game because of football? Or are they going to be watching to see if Tua gets hit and is his brain going to get scrambled again? Well, you know, I think Dan, the short answer to your question is they're watching this to make sure Tua is going to be okay. Uh, presumably, he had concussions on back-to-back weeks. I think we can all accept that at this point. So now we uh, we know that his eggs were scrambled two weeks in a row. Is the egg going to be cracked again? I really hope for his sake that he's coming back and he is okay. There's been a lot of speculation and a lot of um, parsing of words in the media that the NFL and the NFLPA and uh, all the medical associations associated with the NFLPA have, have, have made adjustments to all these things. I really hope to is okay. Uh, I think he will be. I think he's got enough weapons around him that uh, that he'll come back and he'll be able to to have a really good game. I'm going Miami here. I think I'm he's going to have a little statement game coming back. I don't know what's. I mean, we got Tua coming back. We got Brian Flores coming back to Miami. A little juicy storyline there. I don't know what to think of this Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett thing. You know what's funny, Bradley? You're saying I'm struggling. Him- with him coming back to to Miami, there's another one. There's a, a opposite revenge factor, and that's Tua against Flores because Flores did not want him. No. There, there. He had there's 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 reporting out there that Tua had so many PED tests because Flores like wanted him to get tested so much, so maybe he would fail something. He wouldn't have to be his quarterback. Yikes. Wow, that's a really strange what a story. lightning rod. My god, golly, why does everybody hate Tua? <laughs> He's Don't like know. a really nice guy. <laughs> oh my god, golly. Um, Pickett's gonna throw I'm dancing your answer about Pickett. He, dude, he's throwing picks. If there's something out there to take him with pick, three pick. interceptions, pick, 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 pick. The pit team is hurt, they had an emotional game last week. We were talking about jumping off the bandwagon. We'll jump off because what happened last week isn't going to happen again. Last week, the Steelers won their first game without TJ Watt since drafting him. Not going to happen again. This feels like an absolute like 35 to 10 game. Lock it in. Lock it in. I agree with Parker. I think the Miami Dolphins win this game, but 
the seven and a half is too juicy for me, gentlemen. I'm going 27-20 Miami. And Tyreek Hill scores all the touchdowns. Dude, he is going to, with 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 all their <laughs> secondary out. Receiver, right? Yardage wise. Yes. Dude, if you take, if you take out, so if you take out, there's two games. You take out the game against the Buffalo where everybody was winded. It was, it was really hot. They only ran like 45 plays, if you remember that. And you take out the game where Bridgewater got knocked out and Skylar Thompson came in. You take all the other games, you average them up. To, uh, Tyreek Hill was on pace for 2,400 receiving yards. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you can really yep. say about that. Best bet time. Look, we might as well call him <clears throat> Prop Parker. He might be bringing us another NFL prop this week. Uh, let's see. I'll start. Look, what do I have here? I got one team. One team in the NFL this year is a perfect 6-0. and oh. Against the spread, I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons. Dirty birds. I looked at that. They, they make Couldn't a, do it. They make a trip to Cincinnati. I don't know because I haven't watched. I don't know if the Falcons' defensive line is good, but does it matter? Because we know the Cincinnati Bengals' offensive line is suspect. Wait, wait. The Bengals or yes. the Bungles? Oh, I'm calling them the Bengals. They're winning some games right now. But I wrote this stat down. The Falcons are 27th in total D, 31st against the pass. Joe Burrow and the passing game lights up the scoreboard. I'm going the other way. I'm going Cincinnati minus six and a half. I think you're right. Not only is there Atlanta's uh, passing defense that bad, they're also missing some of their starters in the secondary. But I will come back on you on that. They're winning some games. Yeah, but it took a Jamar Chase uh, break off a 70 yarder and Saints forget how to tackle to win that game. Jesus. Unbelievable. You guys would like a proper, would you like? I may have three down here. Would you like a proper a game? What, whatever Nostra Parker says. All right. So. All right. We're going to go with a prop then. And we are going to head to Vegas. And we are going to go visit our Raiders. And this is going to be Josh Jacobs. His receiving prop right now is at 15 and a half yards. Take the over. Darren (laughs) Waller is not playing. Jacobs has gone over this four of the five last five games. And he's gone over 30. He has doubled this in the last three games. This is an absolute smash. I I mean, I just feel feel like I'm reading it wrong. Yeah. All right. So you're saying Jacobs over 15 and a half receiving yards uh, plus 15 wrecked yards. Got it. Well, I'm glad you picked that uh, because I'm going to stay out there in Vegas. Okay. Listen up, newbie. Yep. This is for you, newbie. This minus seven. Houston's terrible. Go ahead. Take the seven. They Mm. got it. Mm -hmm. Houston coming off the bye with the great coaching of Lovey Smith. The great quarterback play the of great, Davis Mills. The great Loveland Smith. I mean, the only player they got is their running back from Florida, Parker. Yeah, he's looking really good. Looks like the real deal. I mean, just give it to him over and over again, right? I mean, I, I guess they're going to win just enough to not be in the top five in the draft. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I absolutely hope so. Dog time. I mean, this this one's tough. 
I don't feel strongly about any of these games. I was looking around, you know, I'm thinking, boy, (laughs) Parker and Blake are both going to double dip and take the Giants. I thought about it. Which you you can do. It's in the rules. It's in the rules. I'm going to pick on the Melton household. Yeah. And. Oh, (laughs) he gave it a peek. He gave his. He gave. Had to look at his phone. It said one for one a free throw. Oh, um, <laughs> picking on the the Mountain household. I'm looking at the Detroit Lions. I think this could be a little sleepy spot for Dallas. Oh, actually, you know, Dak is back, right? Mm-hmm. Dak is back. I think he's back too early. Is what I want to say. And who was it, Parker? That I can reference this to. It was. Someone came back. It was Russell Wilson, I believe, had a similar procedure with his hand or a yep, thumb. Last year. He came back early and looked horrible in the first two or three weeks that he played. I think the Cowboys struggle here. Detroit wins by a field goal. Give me Detroit as my well, underdog. I mean, even if he was healthy, we, we saw him for one game healthy, and they put up three points while he was in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Again, I don't feel very strongly about many of these games. I mean, I'm going very boring here. I'm looking at KC at the 49ers right now. um, Looks like KC's favored by one and a half. I'm going 49ers here. You might might get some CMC. Yeah, well, I know. With this news, it's like, why not? You know? I didn't know if it was too late in the week for him to He's, he was suited yes. up and at practice today. All right. He was I reading mean, the freaking playbook on the plane ride. You don't need much. It's yeah, running like on right. It's a running exactly. back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, running back. Exactly. Or a wide receiver gets traded. Hey, run out and do just a run the ball. For, yeah, yeah, whatever. Ball. Chip block, turn around, catch the ball. Run the ball. Christian McCaffrey, just run out in the flat. I'll throw it he's to a, you. He's a pro, man. He don't, need a, no. he don't need much time. So I did have – Bradley, you're right. I had the Giants written down initially. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love a lot of the dogs to cover, but this isn't going to be like last Sunday. Last Sunday of the six dogs that covered, they straight up won, and all of them, all six of them. And the two best, honestly, are probably in our division. It's probably Indy and it's probably Giants. But I am on the fly going to change this to a team that has just upgraded at quarterback and a team that has recently upgraded at running back, and they are playing an awful team that can't beat anybody give me the washington commandos over the green bay packers without christian watson without all these guys i I don't they're favored by five and a half or whatever green bay just lost to the jets y'all this is going into washington and they've got tyler heineke who is better than Wentz. i don't care what anybody says they've got brian robinson who's running with a purpose after being shot give me the Washington football team, as it should be. Wow. What a, what an owner. What a piece of trash. (laughs) The commandos. Why couldn't they be the commandos instead of the commanders? I'm sorry. Got off topic there. I've got, I I do have one thing. One more thing. I spent spent too much time. I want to give another off the record bet here just because I I, I did too much research. I want to go to waste. So, My best bet, if we weren't going to do a prop, was going to be Denver to to cover and beat uh, Jets. the Jets. And I don't care if it's Russell Wilson or his backup, Brett Ripken, playing at quarterback. This is about the Jets. 
The Jets wins. I know they're four and two. They beat Jacoby Brissett by one and had to score two touchdowns in the last minute and 22 seconds. They beat the Steelers when the starter got knocked out and had to score two touchdowns late in the fourth. They beat Miami when their quarterback got t- got knocked out and were up in the fourth by 19 to 17. Then they beat the Packers. And let me listen, read you the box score of how they beat the Packers. Field goal. Bluff counter run reverse to Braxton Berrios to run it in. Blocked t- punt touchdown. Brees Hall breaks off a 40-yarder for a touchdown. That's how they scored. They didn't do anything on offense. They went 1 of 11 on third down. It had 99 yards passing. Yes, they're moving in the right direction, but this Jets team might be the most fraudulent 4-2 team ever. I I don't know. If if the Jets and the Giants played each other today, what would the final score be, right? Uh, 9-6? to I I don't know. (laughs) I I just – Brees Hall will will not have success in this game. Denver has an elite defense, and Zach Wilson is worse than his 37-year-old backup. This is just going to be Denver all day. Whoa, harsh words. Come down hard on both teams. A lot of New York hate going on here. Well, guys, that was a show. Really appreciate you guys joining us tonight on our weekly show here. Go ahead on your way out. Hit the like and subscribe button. Share this with all your friends. Follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twister, 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 Titty Twister, TikTok, Twitter, at DDS Sports Talk. Everybody get all that. You can download the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, final thoughts. There's a group of fans out there that want to trade for a jet receiver for the Titans out there. There used to be an old Miss guy. I'm just going to tell you right now. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen because Titans just dealt with one diva receiver. They're not going to go after another one. Okay. My final thought is headed to the fourth quarter. My prop bet, he has not made a three-point shot yet. (laughs) I've got quite a bit of dollars on this one. Daddy needs new shoes. Daddy ain't going to have shoes if I lose his bed. <laughs> I might not have a bed to sleep in if someone finds out about this. But. <laughs> I want to see if he's even attempted a uh, hoop. I think he's 0 for 1. Mr. DeRozan for the okay. Bulls. Come on, DeRozan. Yeah, and even he even your, t- your team is behind in the fourth. They <laughs> oh, need you man. to step up. Let's go. Well, my final thought is tonight is the twentieth class reunion for the class of two thousand two Oakland High School Patriots. Not able to make it there tonight. If if any of you are catching this, who run it? The class of two thousand two. That's who. Two tone blue all the way. You guys be well. Yeah.